are listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of April 9th, 2022. Our local stories this week feature the city council election, road plans, and controlled burns, but first, a look at the big picture. The Iowa DOT met with state officials and Washington area representatives on Tuesday to discuss train infrastructure aid. DOT Railroad Crossings Program Manager Chris Klopp said the state couldn't require the railway to pitch in. We don't have regulatory authority to require the railroads to make any repairs, and that's why we have these monetarily incentivizing programs, because that typically brings them to the table. When states try to pass laws uh, pertaining to block crossings or you know, other other things of that nature then, um, and try to enforce them, then the railroads will take them to federal court. And because there's already precedent that the federal judge will say, you know, you're impeding interstate commerce and federal law trumps state law. And so your your law is not not valid. So we're kind of not able to affect any change with the railroads or force them to do anything, and that's why we try to utilize these and leverage these programs to to make things safer. Government aid is limited. Klopp said federal Section 130 funds already had heavy demands and lengthy timelines. Keep in mind that, you know, we have over 5,000 public railroad crossings in the state, so there's already a great need uh, to do projects prior to this situation with CP and Kansas City Southern. So we can't take it, you know, an entire year's worth of funding from the, the federal government and, and put it toward trying to get ahead of uh, what's occurring with that merger. Uh, when we have definite needs in other parts of the state, we only get $5.7 million a year from, from the Federal Highway Administration for this program. So, you know, as, as part of my, I want to be realistic about a number of things. The first one is we can't use all the funding to try to get ahead of this. You're you're looking at from the time that the project is approved from our Transportation Commission until the time that they actually go out there and start constructing the signals, you could be talking a year and a half to two years. So it's it's not a fast process just by the nature of everything that has to occur. State funds don't have a much better outlook. This program uh, only gets $900,000 a year of, of state money. And it's a very popular program. So right now, applications in line um, are backing the program up to fiscal year 26. So right now, if you were to put in an application to this program, it would not be funded until fiscal year 26. Federal funds from the more recent bipartisan infrastructure bill may be another option, but they're untested. Washington Mayor Jaron Rosine said it was worth pursuing. I mean, it just makes sense for us. And then council gets behind that as well. There's more leverage for our dollars when we work together. And we certainly need to pursue anything that uh, gets results. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news right after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. 
Bethany Vitito Glinsman won the election for the open Ward 1 City Council seat in Washington Tuesday night. The final result was a close vote of 118 to 106. Glinsman said she was excited to start. I am excited to get started um, working for the community, and I think there's a lot of work to do. So, yeah, really excited to get working on that. And I hope... Um, I hope people who I got to know through the campaign process will continue to stay in touch and let me know what their priorities are so we can um, continue working on those. Glinsman has a role in advocacy groups across the community and campaigned on putting people first. My priorities are focused on people. I think, you know, first we need to take care of our people and then we can take care of the infrastructure. But without people, we don't have a community. And so that's that's really my, my priority is keeping, uh, is taking care of our people, attracting more people here, and making Washington a place where everyone sees a future for themselves. Darren DeLong, Vitito's opponent, promised to continue his service to the city in other ways. It was very close. I appreciate all those that supported me, and uh, um, I, will, I will be able to continue serving the city on the planning and zoning board, so uh, I, I you know, enjoy doing that going forward. Washington County has approved a five-year road plan, as it is required to do annually. County engineer Jacob Thorius presented the plans, but said they would cost nearly double the available cash. The plan contains over $20 million worth of construction. Unfortunately, only $11.7 million is estimated to be available. Um, and also, to me, shows a need to those who, who provide funding for us, the DOT and uh, federal government. It's a realistic need that uh, if money was there, we would do those projects and actually we would do more. Expenses are spread across various projects. In short, there are 12 structures on the plan for the next five years, um, totaling about $11.6 million worth of work. We've got nine projects that deal with our payments, totaling uh, a little over $4 million. There's about 11 projects that do some grading and stabilization, that total about $4.5 million. Thorius said projects could still change, but adjustments needed time for planning. As I've always said, it's kind of a living, breathing document. It's never really set in stone. By going it's set in stone, is the first year, this current year, the accomplishment year. Uh, we're working towards finalizing everything. That's We can't be making a whole lot of changes. We can make some, but not a whole lot. The new season has brought the familiar sight of controlled burns, but high winds have made them hard to handle. In the first week of spring, fire departments around Washington County received 17 calls for out-of-control field fires. Washington Fire Chief Brendan DeLong said poor planning was the most common cause. When they um, light a fire, it may be fine right now, um, might be fine to burn now, but in an hour the wind picks up and spreads it rather quickly. So I would say just, you know, make sure you're monitoring the weather forecast and make sure it's nice and calm when you when you're burning. DeLong said those planning controlled burns should give the county a heads up in advance to prevent false alarms. I would encourage anyone doing a controlled burn to call into our 911 dispatch center um, by dialing 319-653-2107 to report that you are burning so that way people around you know when you are doing a controlled burn of any sort just notify our 24-hour dispatch center and so they can put it on their map so that you know they know somebody's burning in that area, so the fire department doesn't get called out by mistake. Ainsworth Fire Chief Waylon Schultz encouraged the use of proper equipment and plenty of help. 
Uh, a lot of people, you know, will go to a call and they're just out there with a rake and a four-wheeler or something like that, and that's not that's not the proper equipment to do a burn unless you really know what you're doing. Uh, you got to have some sort of water source and a pump out there to be able to extinguish the fire if it does start to get out of control. Schultz urged farmers to err on the side of caution if things did get out of hand. Um, one of the biggest things is if it does get out of control or start to get out of control, dial 911 early. Um, don't keep trying to battle it yourself. Uh, the quicker that we can be there, the easier it is for us to get it under control and the safer everybody is. If it does get out of control and the fire department shows up, for the general public that was just out burning or whatever, basically, I mean, just quit doing what you're doing and get up by the road and everything else so we know you're safe so that way nobody else gets injured or we don't have any injuries of people, you know, trying to trying to stop the fire when they shouldn't be trying to stop the fire. That's the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week. Hey, have you considered supporting the show? This program takes several hours of editing every week, and messages in the ad slots pay for that time. If you want to hear your message during this ad break, whether it's an event announcement, a birthday message, or a month-long ad series, give our office a call. The number is 319-653-2191. Your support means a lot. Thanks. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Students and staff at Highland gathered to assemble low-preparation meal kits on Friday, which will be shipped to Iowans in need. Highland FFA Director Gina Trower said the program went well. Everybody's been really excited. Uh, they're kind of uneasy at first because they don't really know what they're walking into today. Um, they, they have a uh, verbal understanding of it, but they haven't physically seen it done yet. So to be able to see what happens and then the end result, every so far the last two shifts have been, yes, we've had fun. This has been really exciting. So that's really, really great to hear. Principal Angela Hazlett said it was a good lesson. I think service is the big thing that the kids learn from this, that there's a world outside of you and your life and what's happening here in the walls of the school. So, um, and I think service is something that, you know, we look at when we look at National Honor Society and things like that, you know, and I think it's just good for our kids, like I said, to expand that worldview. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is copyrighted property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. Call the office if you want to hear your ad or message on the show, 319-653-2191. Our audience is growing pretty fast and pretty suddenly, which is great. We appreciate everyone that shares the show. Please keep it up. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week. 